What's up, babes? Happy Jupiter Day. I wanted to take a quick minute to stop and say thank you so much for all of the love and support y'all have given me and this podcast. I truly do appreciate all of you. And to those of you who came out to the magical market this past weekend, <laughs> y'all are amazing. Thank you for being so patient and understanding with me. I was clearly dealing with a bad case of the caca energy. And I wasn't lying when I told you that I was going through it last episode, okay? Uh, but great news, y'all. The fog has been lifting and I'm starting to feel better. Um, sometimes, you see what had happened was, uh, is, <laughs> is that sometimes it's hard to believe that this is really my life now. Um, and every now and then I get in my feelings and I get scared of reaching too high and falling on my face. Now, it doesn't happen often, but when it does, it rocks me to my fucking core. Um, and that's my own fault uh, for loving the shit out of my comfort zone. I spend way too much time in it, and I forget all about the scary shit I did just to get there and the fact that I have the power to create a new comfort zone on every level, bitch. Um, <laughs> I find that if I stay still for too long, I become complacent and lazy, and nobody got time for that. I have a mission, babe. I'm here to do shit. And I, I mean, in the last few years of my life, I fucking, I feel activated. I am constantly on the move. I'm constantly making like deals and plans and shit. And like, I'm dreaming big. I'm thinking big. And I can't let this little imposter syndrome shit get to me. Um, but you know what? No shame, because even bad bitches have bad days, okay? Bad bitches have bad days, too. Whatever the fuck Megan said, me too, okay? Me too. Uh, it's perfectly normal to doubt things and get in your head. And, you know, all that really matters is that you acknowledge it and you process it and you try to make sense of it. And then you get the fuck up and you keep it moving, baby. Keep it moving. Because like I said... We got things to do, okay? We ain't got time to get lazy. We ain't got time to get scared. What we do, we it's totally fine. Get scared. It's normal. Just just make sure that you conquer the fear. Or if you don't conquer the fear, at least fucking be scared and do the shit anyway. You see, I have a habit of overworking myself when I'm working towards a goal. And if I believe I've got a good momentum going, I will work myself into complete and total mental burnout. It's like I feel that I have to keep working or else I'll lose everything and that's just a bunch of silly goose talk. I'm also very impatient and expect my ideas to come to fruition as quickly as I can think them up and things don't always work out that way. Uh, yeah. Meet Shadow Steph. All right, back to business. Today we're going to talk about something a wee bit squeamish. Are you ready for it? Don't look now, but uh, it's right behind you. <laughs> That's right. It's your shadow. Let's do it, y'all. Let's dive into that deep, dark body of water and do some fucking shadow work. Some say it's spiritual. Some say it's psychological. I say it's both. The process of confronting your shadow can be an uncomfortable, painful, and mentally exhausting experience, but it's absolutely worth it. It's absolutely worth it. There's so much growth, power, and transformation in that pain and discomfort. I strongly advise you to lean into it, babe. 
Okay, now I admit that it can be pretty scary exploring and embracing the parts of ourselves that we may have repressed or denied to survive the great human experience, but it's something that needs to be done, much like wiping your ass, washing the dishes, and taking out the trash. And if it's too much for you, take it slow or get some help. Working through the Gaka energy means actually acknowledging and integrating the darker aspects of our personality, such as fears, insecurities, negative emotions, um, in order to achieve clarity, greater self-awareness, and personal growth. That sounds like a great deal, doesn't it? You can either do this with a guide or you can do it by yourself. I personally really love to do everything by myself. I've always been my own sanctuary, so it only makes sense for me. But by all means, if you're not sure that you can handle the depths of your shadow safely, please find a guide or a therapist to help you. All right, so now that we know what your shadow is, let's talk about how to pin the fucker down so we can confront it, not fight it, you know? (laughs) Uh, Here are some basic steps to confronting your shadow and working with it to reclaim your fucking power. All right, first, acknowledge your inner child and their wounds. Um, Second, you're gonna validate what happened to them. Third, identify the form of neglect that they experienced. Um, Fourth, embrace your emotions. Fifth, identify how you self-sabotage now as a result of it. And sixth step, the last one, is, uh, yeah, so you take the steps to heal the wounds with love and compassion. (laughs) Surprise! Uh, But yeah, this is heavy work that requires some brutal honesty and serious self-reflection. It's not everyone's cup of tea, but it definitely should be. I don't know any truly successful people who aren't aware of their shadow and actively working to harness its energy to become stronger and more empowered. I tried to snuff out a lot of my undesirable traits growing up because I was told that they were bad and as a result that meant I was bad. I buried my trauma and hid my deepest feelings so well that even I forgot where I placed them. So when I started actively working on myself after my divorce in my 20s, yeah, that's right, you heard, you heard me right. I was uh, married and divorced all before the age of 25. Um, talk about living life in the fast lane, babe. But uh, yeah, I struggled a bit trying to identify the shadow work that I had accumulated throughout the years. Um, so I turned to the internet and took a deep dive into, guess what? Astrology. <laughs> Come on now, you already know that I use astrology as a tool to understand everything. You see, it gives me this uh, false sense of control that I love so much. But like I said, I hid these undesirable parts of myself so well that even I forgot where they were. My brain just wipes itself clean every now and then to protect me from all of the shit that I've lived through. Uh, It's both a gift and a curse, but uh, astrology helped me know where to look when I got started. I love me a good natal chart reading. If you've got the money and want to invest in yourself, I highly recommend you find an astrologer that really speaks to you. 
I mean, their energy has to resonate with you or else that reading is going to be overwhelming and damn near pointless. Uh, the internet is a wonderful place these days. Uh, there are so many readers to choose from. You just want to make sure that you go into it open-minded, grounded, and uh, with a set goal for the reading. I've had a few done professionally and they were all very different because as you know, every reader has their own interpretation style. And although some may really know all of the logistics of it all, I feel like some people lack the intuition to piece some things together when it comes to the whole big picture. But uh, do your own research, find someone that works for you, and whatever you do, do not engage with that crazy scammer that's in your DMs right now calling you Grand Rising, okay? <laughs> Please, no, don't do it, don't do it. So I turn to my Chiron placement, the house that it's in, the degree it's in, and looked for everything that was aspecting it. Um, because our natal Chiron placement actually says a lot about our wounds, our shadows, and how we can heal and help heal others. If you need some more insight on how to identify your shadow, pay very close attention to the people who trigger you, because they will always be the key that unlocks the door to where your shadow lives. Think of the triggers as a uh, tiny breadcrumb trail leading you right to your shadow self. And so uh, before you react the next time you're triggered, pause and take a deep breath and ask yourself some questions to help you take your power back in the moment. Like, uh, how does this make me feel? What does this remind me of? And why is this causing me such discomfort? The one emotion that I've always felt first is anger. And that's because anger often serves as a protective mechanism that blocks us from feeling our pain. Like I told you, I'm a hothead. But yeah, um, you're actually supposed to stop and observe your thoughts and feelings. Let yourself feel the emotions, work through them by leaning into them and asking them what they want from you in that moment. And, you know, like I said, I'm a work in progress. Um, but yeah, if that still doesn't help you, then you can always Google some journal prompts or questions to get the ball rolling. Here are a few taken from betterup.com. It's, uh, it's pretty easy to find all the resources you need on Google. You just need to make sure that you are diligent about your research um, and that you find something that works for you. Everyone is different. Everyone's going to respond differently to everything. So yeah, just make sure that you try whatever works for you. Um, but here are some questions. Um, number one, how do you believe people see you? How would they describe you to someone else? How does that make you feel? Number two, what are the worst traits someone can have according to you? When did you de demonstrate these traits? Number three, what tends to make you judgmental towards others? Number four, what memories are you ashamed of? Number five, who do you envy and why? Ooh, juicy. <laughs> Number six, write a letter to the person who's hurt you the most in your life and tell them everything you'd like to say. Number seven, what frightens you the most? What are some of the ways you could safely expose yourself to this fear? Number eight, 
What emotions typically bring out the worst in you? And why do you think this happens? Number nine, when was the last time you self-sabotaged? How were you feeling at the time? What do you think triggered this behavior? Number 10, which friendships make you feel safe and secure? Which relationships no longer serve you? This one's really important. It is so important that you audit your life and your circle um, pretty frequently. Um, It is essential. Not everyone gets to keep growing with you. And, you know, that's not to be mean. It's just sometimes you just got to cut some people off, you know, and and that's perfectly fucking healthy thing to do. Um, If you disagree, I'm sorry. Well, anyway, um, number 11, what's something you wish that other people understood about you? Number 12, what are some lies you've previously told yourself? Number 13, What's your worst memory from childhood? What is the worst character trait that you have as a result of this memory or other events from your childhood? Ooh, juicy, juicy. Um, Number 14. What are your parents' best character traits? And what about their worst? Oof, that's a tough one. (laughs) Number 15. How do you feel when drama occurs? Number 16. What makes you self-conscious? And why? Number 17, what makes you feel unsafe? Number 18, who do you currently have a grudge against? Why do you think you aren't letting it go? Number 19, who's let you down the most in your life? These are some heavy hitter questions, y'all. I mean, and the list goes on. There's so many out there, okay? Um, And they're all meant to... I don't know, ignite some kind of like truth, get, get the ball rolling, like get shit started. Um, and you know, like if you find yourself staring at the paper and you, with the pen in the hand and you still can't get it going, um, you know, it's a possibility that you're like me and you've wiped your memory clean or that you've stuffed this shit into Pandora's box and you're terrified to open it because, you know, you're scared of what's in there. Um, but that's why I said, there's always, there's always someone you can call for help with this. There are plenty of professionals out there that dedicate their lives to this. And, you know, um, they are more than happy to help. So it, you know, just keep in mind that there are multiple ways to do this, to go about this. Um, these are just some, you know, suggestions that I'm throwing out there. All I'm saying is that you should be open to, sitting with your shadow self and you should be open to, you know, um, observing it and at least, uh, getting to know it and, um, and doing it slowly, doing it at your own pace. But, uh, yeah, it is really important that you open up this dialogue with yourself and that you practice self-compassion and patience. It's not going to be easy, but it will be worth it. The more self-awareness you possess, the more empowered you'll feel on your journey through the darkness. Another important step that even I forget to do sometimes is to take some time to reflect on the progress that you've made and give your inner child some loving affirmations. My whole business model for Persephone Sanctuary is about integrating your shadow 
setting intentions, practicing self-love, cultivating self-awareness, and reminding people of their power. I make devotional, intentional, and sustainable products that I produce with you and the stars in mind, and I infuse them with my own personal brand of energy that I hear is just chef's kiss, bitch. I'll be at Equal Parts Brewing this Saturday in Houston, Texas for the macabre market from 5 to 10 p.m. Come out and support your local movers and shakers, and don't forget to wash your fucking hands, all right, (laughs) with cinnamon soap for prosperity. Duh. It's Thursday, bitch. Go wash your hands. If you don't have any, don't worry. I got you. Um, I have some on my website. Go check it out. I've got tons of shit on there that, uh, I'm sure you'd love to check out. So go, go see what's up. I also have uh, free shipping on all orders over $50 right now. So keep that in mind. Okay. Show your girl some love. Um, And uh, yeah, other than that, thank you for coming. Thank you for being here. Thank you for uh, tuning in to listen to me talk. Uh, And uh, yeah, thank you for telling all your friends about me. Thank you for leaving me ratings and reviews, as I'm sure you already have. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, thanks to you guys. I've reached my first goal. I've got plenty more to go with this podcast, but shit. I only have like three episodes. This is fourth. This is the official fourth episode. And I am very proud of how far we've come. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and until next week, uh, actually wait, next week is my birthday. It's my solar return y'all. So I have treated myself to a little meditation retreat and I am so excited. I am so excited. I need some peace and quiet. that's all I want for my birthday is a little bit of peace and quiet but yeah all right well I love you guys until next week bye